Hey, fancy listeners, Francesca Hampton here, and I am honored that you took time to tune in once again. And I'm committed to sharing content that will make you glad you did. So welcome to the Fancy Thoughts Podcast, a weekly podcast designed to give you perspective, insight, and encouragement to release the greatness inside of you. I want you to live fancy life where you are fostering achievement, never compromising you because someone is waiting for you. Before we get into this week's fancy thought, let's remind ourselves what we talked about last time. In our last episode, we talked about contentment versus complacency. We reminded ourselves that there is a benefit and a need to find a place of rest and peace while we're in our current condition or situation. Even though we know we want to continue to strive for more or we're continuing to look to grow, we still have to be appreciative and find value and peace in where we are right now. In the same token, we want to make sure that we don't get to a place where we are settled and stuck where we are so that we don't strive to do more or strive to grow and learn because that has to be a continual process. And that's how we release greatness. Now let's get into this week's episode. As we're going forward and releasing greatness and talking about all the many different things that we have to do to make sure that we're in the right place, to make sure that we are stepping out and not being afraid, to make sure that our story is accurate with what we want our end result to be, there's sometimes where we get to a place where we don't recognize things we need to deal with, address, or change. And so that's what we're going to deal with or talk about in this week's episode. Episode nine is entitled Overcome Your Blind Spots. Again, it's Overcome Your Blind Spots. Now, we can easily identify this or recognize it or relate to it when we're thinking about driving. When we're going straight, we don't con- we're not as concerned, if you will, about our blind spots because we're going forward. We're going straight. And of course, we want to be aware of our surroundings, what's going on to the left, to the right, behind and in front of us. But our blind spots when we're driving become more important when we're getting ready to change lanes, when we're getting ready to exit or enter something. We have to be aware of what's going on that might be beyond what we can see directly or right in front of us or right beside us. And so we have to say, we always have to make sure we check our blind spots. And even as modern technology has continued to evolve, they've given us indicators, they've given us cameras, they've given us different things to help us to look in those blind spots or even to remind us to check those blind spots before we make those adjustments or before we make those changes. Why? Because if you don't check your blind spot before you turn, before you switch lanes, before you try to exit or before you try to enter, you have the potential to create an accident. You are the potential to crash. You have the potential to create an environment or a situation that you were not intending to create. And it can harm you and it can harm others. So I truly believe that the same mindset applies when we're looking at our own personal lives and especially as we're moving forward and releasing greatness. Because as we're stepping out, as we're starting to do new things, as we're stepping out into uncharted territory for ourselves, there are some areas that we have to be aware of, either in our own knowledge or in our ignorance, that if we don't address them, if we don't take care of them, if we're not even aware of them, they have the potential to derail our progress, to stop us from releasing greatness, to hurt us and potentially to hurt others. So we really want to get into that today. 
So of course we want to start with a definition. The reference that the Collins Dictionary puts towards a blind spot is, it is an area in your range of vision that you cannot see properly but which you really should be able to see. I love that reference because the reality is it's not a blind spot because it doesn't matter. It's a blind spot because you can't see it, but in actuality, you need to. You should be able to. And in order to make that next decision or to take that next step, you absolutely need to see it in order for that step to be successful. In regular definitions, the Collins Dictionary defines blind spot as an area where vision is hindered or obscured. It's also a subject or area which one is uninformed, prejudiced, or unappreciative. So let's deal with the first one. Again, an area where vision is hindered or obscured. It's an area where you don't know or you're blocked in being able to see something. And that, again, can be dangerous. Again, going back to the example of driving a car. If you're about to switch lanes and you can't see that there is a car that's in that place where you want to get to, you run the risk of hurting yourself and the person or persons in that car if you make the change anyway. If you shift over in the lane anyway, you have the potential to cause an accident. Why? Because they're already there. They're in that lane and you're now trying to get into that lane where they are without making enough space or room so that you avoid them. So that's a place where maybe your, your, your blind spot, your vision, excuse me, is hindered or is obscured. Let's say that your mirror, let's say for some reason your mirror got knocked off, or let's say that, you know, there's snow on your mirror and you're trying to look, but you can't see you, your vision is blocked. It's obscured. Something is in the way that's preventing you from seeing it. Well, the reality is regardless of the reason why the fact is that you still run the risk of causing an accident of causing harm to you or someone else because you can't see what's blatantly there. And according again to that reference, you really should be able to see it in order to make the right decision. And so we have to be aware again of those areas in our lives that cause that for us. So you might say, okay, well, what does that mean in, in relation to our lives? Let's say, for example, that you're looking to step out into a new market, a market that you've never been in before, but that is similar to a market that you've already been, that you've saturated pretty well. And your first assumption is because you've already saturated this area of the market, that just stepping into a little bit further or a little bit different, but same that it should be pretty simple. And so you do a little bit of research. Of course, you know, you turn left, you look to see if there's anything there and you immediately assume because it looks pretty similar, it looks pretty uh, adaptable, that you'll be able to just step and slide right into it. The problem is there are other underlying factors that you haven't taken into consideration because they weren't maybe as obvious to you, or maybe they required a little bit more research. Maybe it required a little bit more digging in. Maybe it required you to have a few more conversations than the ones that you might be used to simply because of what you're done, what you've done before. It's an area where there's a blind spot. There's information that you don't necessarily know or things that you cannot yet see, but you really need to see them before you make that decision, before you make that change, before you step out. It's a blind spot. Now, there's another way to look at blind spots. In the Forbes article, it identified blind spots as an unproductive way of thinking and behaviors that are obvious to others, but invisible to ourselves. And this is one we're going to spend a little bit more time about because there are ways that we think and behaviors that we do that when someone else looks at us, they can see it clear as day. But to us, 
We have not even a clue. And so we are continuing to move forward. We're continuing to go on as though we got this covered and everything is great. But in actuality, these these behaviors, these mindsets, these ways of thinking are actually unproductive and can harm our ability to be successful and to strive for the greatness that we actually look to accomplish. Forbes goes on to say that blind spots influence decision-making, reduce our spectrum of awareness, create adversaries and silos, limit careers and sabotage results. That's a lot. But if we dig into it, the reality is clear. A blind spot, your inability to understand that the way that you're thinking is actually unproductive and unconducive for the success that you're trying to accomplish, it creates the ability to sabotage your own results. It begins to allow you to make decisions that are not formed with the most productive and useful information. It allows you to actually start doing things alone because you think you already know, or you think you don't need to get help, or you think you don't need to research it, or you think whatever it is that you just start to continue to move in this tunnel vision, if you will, and you stop pursuing the things that you need to pursue in order to accomplish the result that you actually want to accomplish. It's a blind spot. It's an area. It's a way of thinking that is obvious to others and invisible to you that's actually harming you. Here's an example, an obvious one. It's a way of thinking where um, it deals with our confidence, where we consistently feel that we're not qualified or prepared to do something. And so we continue to underperform. We continue to show up in a way that is not representative of our full authenticity because we are working through imposter syndrome, because we think that others just won't receive what we have to say or what we have to offer. And so we limit our influence. We limit our productivity. We limit what we do. And in our mind, we're being humble and our minds were just, you know, we're, we're presenting our best self, but our best self is hidden behind an unproductive mindset. And so we have to renew our minds. The Bible even tells us that we are not to be conformed to this world, but instead that we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. It means that we can't think in other, in dirty old ways of thinking. We have to change the way we think. We have to continue to evolve and open up our understanding to see things that normally or formally may have been okay. But in this new season with the new knowledge and information that we have, we have to change the way we think. There's another way that's on the opposite side of that, where we are so confident in who we are. We're so confident in what we can do. We can sometimes become a little overconfident and therefore make decisions that aren't very well thought out because we think we got it already, because we've done it so well in the past that surely that same mindset, that same approach will work in any given situation. And it actually creates a blind spot of overconfidence. And it can lead even to arrogance where we then begin to think that we already got things covered and figured out and we don't need another person to help us. We don't need more information. We don't need to to learn more. In this area, we got it and we can focus our efforts in something else. And that can create again that blind spot, an unproductive way of thinking or unproductive behavior that when other people look at us, it's pretty obvious, but to It's invisible to ourselves. And the real danger of that is if other people can see it, 
it impacts our influence. Because when you're stepping out and you're trying to help people or you're trying to provide information that you think is going to help someone else or it's going to be a benefit to someone else, they're not able to fully receive it. Because in your mind, you think that you got this all together, but it's coming off to the other person as simple arrogance. And now your sphere of influence has now shrunk. There's another article in the professional development group called We All Have Blind Spots and They Can Negatively Impact Our Work and Life. And they highlight some overused strengths associated with typical blind spot behavioral tendencies. So we're going to take a look at a couple of those because I believe that it truly just exemplifies everything we're talking about today. So one of the first ones that they mention is courageous. So when you again become so courageous that you are bold, you step out, you're not afraid of anything. That's an awesome characteristic. However, it can, if not continuously reviewed, can cause one to become obnoxious and arrogant. Again, it's that whole confidence thing that we just talked about, where you are so confident and you are so courageous and you're so bold that you don't take into account the things that you don't know. And therefore, you become you become obnoxious and arrogant. And that can be dangerous to you and to those around you. Another example that they gave is being focused. Being focused is a great thing. You set out to do something and you pay attention to that one thing. You drill into it. It becomes a tunnel vision and that's how you get things done. And so that's one of your best characteristics is one of your best character traits. The challenge is when that same that same characteristic or a character trait is not continuously reviewed, it can become a blind spot because it becomes too intense and you can't see the big picture. You only focus on that one thing and you're not seeing how that one thing can have a bigger impact to those around you or other things in that same scenario. So that one area being focused, although it is a great thing, it is productive, it is conducive for success, it still needs to be reviewed on a consistent basis to ensure that you don't become so intense that you can't see the big picture. Another example they gave is optimistic. And this is a great one. You don't want to be pessimistic. You want to look at the glass as half full, not half empty. You want to look at things are possible, not impossible. The challenge of that is if you're if you're not being aware of it and not checking it on a consistent basis, you can become so overly optimistic that you're unaware of risks. Oh, this will work out. Don't even worry about it. This is going to work for our good. Don't even worry about it. And you don't look at the negative things that are still possible. And it's not so that you get a negative mindset, but it's because you want to be aware of the reality reality of the situation so that you can adjust appropriately. If you don't, you begin to set yourself up for risks and you don't plan for hurdles. And then you get discouraged when they come about. So you're like, I was stepping into it and I don't even know why that happened. I just knew this was going to work out. Why didn't it? Because you didn't look at the full picture. You didn't look at all of the different angles so that you can adjust accordingly. Doesn't mean that you begin to get saddened or you allow those negative possibilities to stop you from moving forward. It means that you adjust accordingly and you make plans or make provisions so that things can work out and you are aware of what's going on. And the last one I just want to touch on is being decisive. Now, this one again is a great characteristic to have. It is a great trait to enforce on a consistent basis. And that's being decisive, being able to make a decision, being able to go forward and not get stuck by indecisiveness, not get stuck being wishy-washy, moving this way, that way. 
The challenge again is if it is not checked and reviewed on a consistent basis, decisiveness can become dictatorial. You can begin to figure that you have the right answer for what needs to happen, what people need to do, how it needs to happen, how it needs to be done at any given time. And instead of just being able to make a decision, which is a benefit, it becomes dictatorial and it becomes a turnoff, if you will. Also, when that becomes your focus and you're not able to see clearly what's going on around you, you become a a poor listener. Someone gives you a different alternative to the decision that you were going to make. And all of a sudden that doesn't make any sense. I hear you. Yes, that's an opportunity or that's an option, but we're not going to take that option because this is the option here. I've made a decision and now you become a poor listener. The other disadvantage of that is sometimes you can move too fast. I've already made the decision. I looked at all the different options. I looked at everything from both sides and I've made the decision already. But what about, I've already made the decision. I'm clear on it. We're good here. Right. And that also causes you to be overly blunt because you're like, I made the decision. I don't want to hear what you have to say that I've already made, taken everything into consideration. It's a done deal. And again, in some instances, in some circumstances, that's beneficial, but it's simply an area, a characteristic, a personality trait that needs to be checked on a consistent basis so that it doesn't become a blind spot. A blind spot, again, according to Forbes, is an unproductive way of thinking and behaviors that are obvious to others but invisible to ourselves. It's a way of thinking. It's not that it's a wrong way of thinking, but it's when that thinking becomes unproductive or harmful. So as you go forward this week, I want you to be aware that you may have some blind spots that you might not have even known. There may be some areas in your life, in your thinking, in your behaviors that have become uh, a silo, that have become a consistent behavior, that have become a habit. And those habits, when unchecked, have the potential to derail your progress, to prevent you from actually accomplishing what you wanted to accomplish, and have the potential to hurt you or to hurt others. So how do you overcome that? Number one, by being aware of them, by exposing them, by looking into things and consistently reviewing to be sure that you haven't created or or aren't operating from a blind spot. Another way to overcome a blind spot is to get feedback. Ask. Ask others, hey, what, you know, how am I doing in this area? Or what do you think about this particular scenario? Do you have a different perspective? Invite persons that you trust, not everyone, invite persons that you trust to speak into your life, to give you feedback on how you're doing or how things are being perceived. That's really the area that we want to focus in on. How are things being perceived? What do you hear when I say, or how did you take what I said, or how did that come off to you? Right? Asking others to observe and provide feedback. And also always being humble enough to ask for help. There is not one area in our lives where we can't benefit from asking for help from someone, again, that we trust that has a reputation for success or a reputation for, you know, for accomplishment in a particular area. Ask for help. There are so many different people and avenues that can give you perspectives, things that you may not have thought about or a different way of thinking about a particular scenario, situation, or circumstance. You got this. There is still something on the inside of you that needs to be released, but this is about how you can release it in a way where it can easily be received. Because at the end of the day, no matter what, recognize someone is still waiting for you. Thank you for joining us for the Fancy Thoughts Podcast. I'm Francesca Hampton, and I look forward to you tuning in again next week. And remember... 
you are well able, fully capable, and properly equipped to accomplish everything you were created for. So go and make this week a great one.